Going with the Canadian spelling, are we? And yes, I know it's also the British spelling, but this isn't Action Force lovingly reviewed by Algar. That's an entirely other weird mess that I don't feel like getting into right now. We open with Dr. Mindbender's latest scientific monstrosity, the Facial Transference Machine, which was created by a cosmetics company to make women look younger. Naturally, Serpentor must have this process, so... I draw your attention to Operation High Fashion. Madame Vale needs an abundance of beautiful young women to keep her operation going. She will exchange her secret for the most beautiful faces in the world. I mean, she's sitting right there, front row in the black. Then we cut to Dial Tone and Low Life. Really? His name is Low Life? That's the code name he chose to describe himself and what he does? Okay then. We cut to these two guys and their friend, the fashion model, and Low Life's sister. Their names, because characters should have, you know, names, are Una and Satin. Okay, they should have names, but maybe not those names? Better than Low Life, I guess. Anyway, they've been invited to a photo audition, and surely that can't have any possible connection to the previous scene. Oh, and look who comes. Cobra decided to put in charge of this. Be careful with the equipment, you bumbling fools! The whole operation hinges on it! Really? So you called these guys? The plan, like all the best Cobra plans, involves hypnosis. Zartan snaps the pretty ladies' pictures with a camera that essentially roofies them so they can have their faces stolen. Which may sound horrible, but that's just because it is. What do you want from them? They're evil. Also evil, Madame Vale, the inventor of the face transference machine, who reiterates that the only way she'll share this technology with Cobra is if they bring a bunch of captive supermodels to her private tropical island. Just so we're completely clear that Cobra aren't the only monsters in this particular story. The real monster, as the Twilight Zone enjoyed telling us, is man. And that man in this case is a woman. So Una and Satin are photographed by Zartan and the Baroness in their ridiculous fashion photographer disguises and hypnotized as per the plan. They traipse off to a glamorous party, but then the hypnosis wears off at midnight for no other reason than I guess they wanted to make a Cinderella reference? Seriously, why not keep them under while you do that horrible thing you plan to do to them? What reason would you have to make them aware that you're literally stealing their faces? Oh, right, evil. Now it's three days later, and Una's agent is calling Lowlife because his sister seems to be missing. She also casually drops that a number of other models have gone missing, so this looks like a job for... Whoever happens to be on the other end of this phone call. Seriously, if she'd called Columbo instead of Lowlife, it'd be a job for Columbo. Without actually knowing that Cobra's involved, this sort of thing doesn't exactly fall under G.I. Joe jurisdiction. But now it does! Thialtone and Lowlife can't handle it alone, though, so they bring in Mainframe, who I guess is just the hero of every episode this season? Given that it originally looked like it was gonna be Sergeant Slaughter, I can live with this. Actually, Dialtone pronounces his friend's name more clearly in this scene, and the guy I thought was Lowlife is actually Low Light. And you know... When your codename is one consonant sound away from a common insult, maybe you should enunciate more clearly. It's definitely the fault of these cartoon characters and not my fault is what I'm saying. The guys try to convince Flint that they should be looking into this and he effectively says what I just said only without the Columbo reference. But then he realizes that the common element is extensive enterprises, so he signs off on it. Why G.I. Joe doesn't have a special task force just keeping a constant eye on everything the old double E is up to is anyone's guess. Also, while this scene of the models, and actresses, and singers in a dungeon having a cat fight isn't exactly a paragon of feminism, it does technically pass the Bechtel test, so the Joes send and... I'm gonna guess Lady J and Scarlet in Undercover to find out what's going on. Actually, I'm not sure who they are since they're in, you know, disguise. Oh, it's not Scarlet, it's Cover Girl, who I keep forgetting even exists 90% of the time because they've never really bothered to give her a personality like they have the other two. I'm not entirely clear what her deal is, but since her name is Cover Girl, it makes total sense that she's on this mission, I guess. They end up hypnotized, so low light 
and Dial Tone and Lift Ticket. Man, this team has a lot of two-noun names this season. Makes me long for the days of Duke, Flint, and Mutt. Anyway, they follow close behind. The Dreadnoughts attempt to use the Hypno Camera to make Zorana do whatever we say, which is pretty gross, but then they just send her off to the same fake party that all the other girls got sent to, which means she's gonna end up in the tropical dungeon waiting for her turn in the face-peeling machine, and you know, I guess that's better than what I assumed they wanted to do, but Still, why? Zartan, unsurprisingly, is not especially pleased by this development. Those morons, the Dreadnoughts, hypnotized Zorana and sent her to Madame Vale! Ah, yes, Zorana. What a pleasant surprise. Madame Vale likes her face very, very much. Wow, this is some new heights of evil for Cobra. And it ends up pushing Zartan to work with the Joes. I was just complaining in a recent review that they seem to have forgotten that he's supposed to be a mercenary. I mean, this doesn't exactly count, but I'm gonna assume that my review somehow traveled back in time 33 years and forced the writer of this episode to address my concerns. You can't prove that this didn't happen. The Joes steal a Cobra boat and pursue, but the models and undercover Joes manage to stop Madame Vale first. Well... Uh, glad you ladies are on our side. Then Low Light saves his sister and Madame Vale's face melts and I can't decide if I'm disappointed that we don't get a close-up of this or very, very happy about it. 